Welcome back to Don't Get Me Started Podcast. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome or welcome back. I know. Happy September. Yes. I oh can't my God. believe it. I know. I think we both said this, but I'm like going full force into fall. Yeah. Like, really leaning into it. I know. Some, we had a hag. Yeah, we did. But now I'm like, okay, when it gets like a little chilly out, I'm like, oh my God. I know. Even last night, um, I went to one of our friends' house, and it was so, it was like 80 during the day, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden the sun was setting, and I felt chilly. I yeah. was like, oh, I need to start bringing sweaters places. Yeah. Like, this is exciting. I know. I left my AC running in my room, so the other day I had on leggings and a big sweatshirt, oh, and I was like so, so happy. Nice. Like, I know. oh my God, this is what I love. I love it. I'm Heather, by the oh, way. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm happy. <laughs> <laughs> and we're your hosts of Don't Get Me Started. Yeah. Thanks for coming back for mm-hmm. another episode, and- if you're new, welcome. Yeah. Love to have you. Um, yeah. So do you want to get into our life update? Sure. Sure. I don't really have many. Um, I, again, nothing <laughs> interesting really happens in my life. Um, <laughs> I did see a TikTok, though, which okay. I wanted to mention. Yeah. Okay. So my, like, comfort movies are The Hunger Games. Yeah. Like, just watching all four movies in one yeah. day. I almost did it yesterday, but then I actually had, like, errands to do and stuff. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, then I read this TikTok or saw this TikTok that Taylor Sw- – okay, first off, Taylor Swift's vault songs are, like, superior. Yeah, like, they're so good. Uh, I don't know why they were – They're kind of, like, better than some of the other songs that got released. I'm Foolish like, one. Yeah. I bet you think about me. Yeah. I can see you. Yeah, all so Top good. Top tier. So, Top tier song. you know the song The Great War? I think yeah. it, yeah, it was on like the Midnight's 3 a.m. edition, mm-hmm. um, which isn't a vault song, but it was like an unreleased mm-hmm. song. Yeah. Um, that was written about the Hunger Games, and now I can't no like way. unhear it. And I'm like, oh my God. So I've been listening to that song nonstop. Uh, that is a good song. I, I hadn't really listened to it much because it wasn't one of my favorites. It's. But now that her, I know yeah. it's about the Hunger Games, I will. Yeah, her unreleased songs. Oh my God. Okay, I know you didn't watch it, but the summer I turned pretty. Mm-hmm. There's one like super dramatic part and bigger than the whole sky played, <gasps> and I started sobbing. I, I can't. I know. Oh my God. And going off that, everyone on TikTok convinced me that there's going to be a secret ninth episode to the series. I know. I, I think I, I mentioned I see, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah you, and yeah. then and then it it was it, and I'm like. The season ended on like the most on cliffhanger. So there's definitely moment. not gonna be a next episode. No, yeah, I mean it. It would have came out like oh. this past weekend, but it didn't. But there's gonna be a season three, and they didn't say like there's three books, but they didn't say it was gonna be the final season. They just said we're coming back for a third season. Usually oh. shows are like, oh, we're coming back for a third a and final. final season. Okay. So hopefully there's more seasons. Did you read the books? No, that? but okay. I know like everything that happens, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I love looking at spoilers. <laughs> but okay. just, yeah, I'm excited for it. I know. I'm like cutting down the days. Okay. That was one of my updates. Well, not the summer I turned pretty, but I finished Love Island season 10. Okay. Finally. Yeah. So now I want to start the summer I turned yes. pretty. I can only watch like one show at a time. Oh my I don't God. know why. It's so good. But yeah, I watched one episode of it on the plane mm-hmm. um, on my trip like a couple weeks ago. 
but then it was like an overnight flight so i i wanted to keep watching but i was like i need to sleep yeah so i didn't but no i i actually really liked it i love cheesy corny yeah shows. i know me too, me too so everyone's like it's so cringe I, my sister katie is like i can't watch it anymore it's too cringy and she's like mad at the main character yeah well everybody is but yeah. i still need to watch it <laughs> okay yeah i feel like i know so many spoilers too but i'll watch it anyway yeah um but yeah, I finally finished Love Island season 10. And I just, I don't know. I just miss the older seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, I went into a deep dive on Katie McDermott mm-hmm. because a bunch of, I think my sister sent me a reel of her from season two. Mm-hmm. Do you remember when she got in a fight with Malia, that girl who came in, and then she shoved yeah. Katie? Yeah. And she got kicked off the show? Yeah. And so I started looking up other clips of, like, Katie from season two. Mm-hmm. She was so unhinged. Like, yeah. I remember thinking she was annoying, whatever. But, like, her and just all of the people that would go on that show were so much more, like, authentic. Because I feel like they didn't care what people thought. Yeah. Because the show wasn't have, that big yet. Yeah, they didn't have to think, like about life outside the villa as in like they if they want sponsorships or yes. whatever they were literally like, just think they were yeah. just going in there and being yeah. themselves which meant everyone was like crazy yeah and it was so much better entertainment now yeah. i just feel like everyone's so just like curated yeah. even though i know the show's not scripted but everyone on there goes in yeah like knowing what they're gonna get when they come out yeah and it's just frustrating to watch because like even though this season the producers did throw in different twists like mm-hmm. it, it definitely wasn't a carbon copy of seven eight and nine which yeah. i liked but you could just still tell the people were just like yeah. not being their full true selves because they know how mm-hmm. many people are watching and you know what i noticed too you know how on this season um molly like got dumped and then came back mm-hmm. did you know about that yeah okay so after she came back she was like mute like she did not say two words and everyone was mad because they were like she literally got to go home see everyone's opinion of her Mm -hmm. and then come back Mm -hmm. and like do you know what i mean like i feel like that was not even unfair but like she got even more of a taste of what people are thinking about her so i just felt like she wasn't being because i really liked her before she left Mm -hmm. and then she came back and then she didn't say anything so Anyway, that's my taste on Love Island. I'm still probably going to watch it. Yeah. But I'm just kind of getting frustrated. I just, I like want the older seasons back. Yeah, I just, I know just watch recaps now. I didn't even watch this season. Yeah. You don't even need to because it's like all the same drama yeah. now. Even like season three with Liv Atwood. Mm-hmm. It was so, she was just so like. Yeah. Everyone was just crazy, but in a good way. Yeah, yeah. And people actually last from the older seasons. Mm-hmm. Like. Nathan and Kara and Olivia and Alex are married with kids yeah. from season two. Yeah. Season three, like Dom and Jess are married with kids. Yeah. Um, and I just feel like everyone from the later seasons has broken up. Besides, like Molly May and Tommy are together. Yeah. Callum and oh, Molly. Callum and yeah. Molly are together too. That's true. Yeah, people are together, but I don't so, know. Yeah. So that's just like how I'm feeling about Love Island, mm-hmm. and then, um. Yeah, my only other updates was, like, I'll update everyone on my car accident situation. I'm more <laughs> mentally stable this mm-hmm. <laughs> this week than I was last week. And I went car shopping on Saturday, and I have 
a prospect in the works <laughs> so let's hope everything works out with that car i'm super excited and then i don't think i've given a running update in like a couple weeks so but when this goes up i think i'll only be like a month away mm-hmm. from the race which is super exciting and i feel like um the pat like a month ago i was thinking like i was just gonna train for the race Mm -hmm. and then be done running because i was like getting kind of burnt out with it but now i'm kind of loving it again Mm -hmm. so i think i might like maybe keep training for something or like at least keep running after the half marathon i'm not just gonna stop Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm feeling good about it nice yeah those are my updates cool yeah Yeah. i just have one more um but it kind of ties into today's episode too did you hear the new Miley Cyrus song? It's called Used to, used to be, be Young. Young. Yeah. No, I but I follow her on Instagram, so I saw like. Oh clips. my god! It's yeah, it's so good, and okay. I'm loving like because. So I read this article that they took Miley's voice, obviously for Hannah Montana. Yeah. But they like. Like auto tuned it so it sounded like slightly different, but you wouldn't notice the difference. Okay. And so a part in the song they like auto tuned it to Hannah's voice, and <gasps> I'm like, oh my god. Oh my god, that and is weird. Yeah, the music video was shot at. I feel like Wrecking Ball was when everybody was like, she's deranged. Yes. Like, that yeah. was like her breaking point. But like, I don't think. Yeah, not in my opinion of it. I'm like, yeah. it's good to be crazy. Yes. I mean, I would never twerk on Robin Thicke. But <laughs> to teach her own. So yeah. she filmed the music video at the same studio as, like, Wrecking Ball was filmed at, too, oh on my purpose. God. And released it 10 years to the day that Wrecking Ball came out. Wrecking Ball came out 10 years ago? Yes, I know. You're lying. No. Because she twerked on um, Robin Thicke at the 2013 VMAs. Shut up. I know. And oh Harry God. was Miley Cyrus for Halloween that year. Oh, I know. 2013 was like, uh, 2012 and 2013 were such a vibe. I know. Wait. I started watching a documentary on the Boston Marathon um, bombings, uh, and 10 years, it was 10 years ago. I was like, oh my wait, god. I'm still shook, shook on Wrecking Ball coming out. So we were like 14 yeah. when it came out. Yeah. I feel like I was still watching Hannah Montana when I was 14. <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> oh my god, that's crazy. No, but yeah, I saw her instagram caption i mm-hmm. think i saw it last night and she was like this song is about um or she was like i feel like sometimes i think i was born when hannah montana was born but before hannah there was miley mm-hmm. and like this song is about that yeah and i didn't read the whole thing because it was a long caption but i was just like oh yeah i'm excited to listen to it yeah it's so good the music video is so good too okay it shows her like walking and has like her old outfits like transitioning uh, but there's like the hannah dress and then like other outfits that she wore during her like crazy phase oh my gosh so okay. it's so cool oh yeah i need to listen and watch the video yeah okay yeah. but that kind of leads us kind of i know it is related <laughs> speaking of crazy phases yeah all right so today's topic I know I we're two years out of college from graduating, and I still yeah. feel this sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, post-grad depression. Yeah. Don't get me started yeah. on post-grad depression, guys. I could go on for days. Yes. And we wanted to release this in the fall because mm-hmm. I feel like maybe for both of us, the summer after co- we graduated college was honestly a great summer. Yeah. We had a great time. And then fall came, mm-hmm. and I was like, I think it hit us both. We were like, we're not going back yeah. to school. Like, it doesn't hit you right 
when you graduate. No. At least for me, it didn't. And maybe for you, too. Yeah. But for me, it hit, like, in the fall. Like, early September, and I'm like, wait, I'm not moving in, or, like, I'm not going to school. Yeah, I was like, oh, it starts to sink in. Yeah. You're like, okay. Mm -hmm. So, that's kind of why we wanted to talk about it and, like, share our experience and how to work through it. Yeah. (laughs) I'm feeling it this year because my best friend from college, Meg, was two years younger than us. Yeah. And she lives in Maryland, Mm -hmm. so... During the summer, we would just both be busy. We wouldn't be able to see each other. So for the past two Septembers, like, or end of August, early September, I'd go down and see her at school. Yeah. And now, here comes the time when I would go see her, and she's in Africa. Yeah. In the Peace Corps. (laughs) Which we, good for her. Yeah. We love her for that. Yeah. But I'm like, oh my God, I like feel like the, like, post-grad depression again. I'm like, oh my God, now I have like no ties. Sidebar, have you seen Meg's TikToks? Yes. Oh my God. Of her doing laundry in Africa. (laughs) Guys, like, she's literally, (laughs) I've never seen, I mean, when I her TikToks remind me that we are so privileged. I know she like has diarrhea and like holes in the ground. Yes, <laughs> our problems are so irrelevant yeah. compared to what she's. I mean, like I know that she's there to like help other people. Yeah, but the way she has to do laundry, it it's a full day. It's a washboard. La- laundry day. Yeah, she literally uses a washboard. <laughs> Guys, on tic- like her TikTok, she's like, okay, time to do laundry. Yes, I use oh this bucket, God. and then this is the clean water. This is the dirty water. I'm like Meg. This is the best thing I've seen all day. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. But anyway. But, yeah. So, I'm feeling it again this year. So, I'm kind of glad that we're, we're doing this episode. Yeah. No, agreed. I felt like I – I mean, I kind of felt this way, too, because when we graduated, we had summer. And then we went back and, like, all of my friends – I felt like my closest friends, mm-hmm. like, weren't close to me besides you. Mm-hmm. So, like – my best friend Monge, like mm-hmm. she was going to grad school. Mm-hmm. So like I went from being with her every single day at mm-hmm. school and like we worked together and like our last or our junior year, we lived in the or we lived in the same building like two years of college. Mm-hmm. Like we were just really close and then she went to grad school in Boston. My best friend Riley, who like I was best friends with since I was four mm-hmm. and then we were college roommates. Mm-hmm. We she went to school in Florida, mm-hmm. like after uh we graduated Mm -hmm. and then like my um best friend abby like was we were lived in the same hometown and then she moved to france Mm -hmm. and then katie my sister who i lived with and like was best friends with yeah she was then at college yeah so like i'm sorry if i'm forgetting anyone i feel like everyone (laughs) was like so far away yeah but yeah so then i felt like i like, it was just me and you. And, yeah. like, then we didn't even see each other that much yeah. because we had, like, adult responsibilities. So yeah. It was just, like, so weird mm-hmm. to adjust to. Mm-hmm. And it was so just, like, I don't even know how to uh, – like, this is what we want to talk about in the episode. Yeah. It was just, like, going from a feeling of having everyone in the same location and mm-hmm. kind of, like, experiencing life with your friends to going from, like – working and then having like almost nothing to do after work and then it was the first time in my life anyway not the first time in my life but like in college I felt like I was never bored Mm -hmm. like I always it had something to do whether it was homework whether Mm -hmm. it was like something with my sorority with my friends going out getting food like there was always something to do and then 
like if I didn't wasn't doing something and I was bored it was like I was almost bored on purpose like I was like I'm not doing anything today because I need to recharge but then when you go to just working and then coming home and living with your parents I was just like what do I do like this is just my life now and it was just a weird like like lonely feeling I Mm. guess and I think for for us at least post-grad is referring to like after college but your post-grad could be after graduating high school and Mm -hmm. you might not be continuing school Mm -hmm. and but all your friends move away to Mm -hmm. go to college or post-grad might be after your master's degree when Mm -hmm. you've been in school for like 18 years and then you're like oh my god like what do I do so Mm post-grad looks very different and then for Heather and I we both moved like back home Mm -hmm. but like you said some of your friends like their postgrad is moving to a city where they might not know anybody, yes. either for a job or school or whatever. So postgrad is like super, super broad topic. Um, yes, a hundred percent. And there's no like one like when you get right out of college, you don't need to get a job right away. Like yes. you could go to grad school, you could work in the summer and then take some time off and then look for a job. You could take a whole gap year. Like yeah. it looks very different, but Heather and I had like a similar one, I feel like. Yeah. Where like a week after graduation we started working a full time job. Yep. And we both moved back with our yeah, parents. parents. Yeah. So and I wanted to say touch on that too. Like I feel like me personally, when I saw all of like I said, my close friends moving to new cities mm-hmm. and do different things, I almost felt like I wasn't doing it Mm -hmm. whatever it is correctly Mm -hmm. like I felt like in order to experience post-grad or like be young and in your 20s I needed to like move Mm -hmm. so like some of you might know I talked about moving to California for literally a year because I was like I just need to get out of Connecticut I need to like just get out like I I just felt so stuck but I feel like that i I think me feeling stuck was like doing it to myself and like Mm -hmm. I had a mindset where I was like I felt like the only way that I could be happy was to do something new because I saw like my friends doing Mm -hmm. it but I didn't give myself enough credit that I actually was doing something new and like I had like I have a really good job and like I just needed to almost like be where my feet are a little Mm -hmm. bit and like stop wishing I was someone else or being somewhere else and like realize the grass isn't always greener because you know if you look at like new friends in a new city like a lot of people if you see them just posting on social media or whatever obviously they're gonna post like the cool things Mm -hmm. about them living in a new city but it's probably like I don't know everyone goes through hard times like I've I've talked to my close friends that move away and like everyone has like loved it but at Mm -hmm. the same time it's been hard yeah to adjust to which I think like everyone just has a hard time so it's not like one isn't better than the other so Mm -hmm. whatever you choose to do like don't wish you were somewhere else yeah you'll be happy because of your mindset not because of like where you are yeah yeah a thousand percent and I think if you're coming out of college I realize this you are in like a community per se mm-hmm. where you're automatically going to make friends with whatever you're involved in or classes your friends are a walk away you're doing school and school work so you like know what to expect to do with your time yeah and then there's so many resources on campus where you're like oh I need help with this like I can mm-hmm. go to the career center or like there's a counseling center and then you're out in the real world with like your friends aren't a walk away 
Like, yes. it might be a drive away, but they're not a walk away. Yeah. And you don't have those same resources. Like, you might not know, like, where to start. So I feel like that's why I think post-grad is always associated with, like, post-undergraduate because mm-hmm. it's, like, you have all these resources. It yeah. is adult world in college, but some of it is, like, yeah, it's not handed out to you, but it's, like, it's there and you just got to grab it. Whereas in the real world, yeah. you're like, where do I even find it to yes. grab it? No, that's actually such a good point. Because I feel like in college, like, you are responsible for yourself. Mm-hmm. But you're at, I mean, I guess it, it might be different whether you go to, like, uh, live, if you live at school mm-hmm. versus, like, going to, um, like, if you go to, if you commute to mm-hmm. school. Um, or even if you go to, like, a technical, like, night school yeah. or something. I think your experiences, like, could be different. But I guess speaking for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Like, everything was right there. Like, you just had to walk to the dining... Like, you had the responsibility of feeding yourself, but you just had to walk to the dining (laughs) hall where food was prepared. And, like, you had the responsibility of studying, but, Mm -hmm. like, you're at school. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that is a good point. It's very different versus when you come home. It's a weird thing, especially if you move back to living with your parents, because it's, like, you are an adult, and, like, you're... You've been independent, but then, like, if your mom cooks dinner, you're eating it. Yeah. yeah <laughs> like, you're, you're not like, going to say no. And, like, you still, like, they pay for the house. Yeah. So, I mean, like, obviously you can help out living there and stuff, but mm-hmm. it's, like, it's not your space like it was. Yeah. So, it's, like, a weird thing to adjust to, too, because especially talking with your parents, I feel like I was kind of lucky in the sense because, like, I – just moved and it was just me and my mom for a while so we -hmm. had like a pretty good understanding and like she kind of let me do my thing but I know a lot of people they can move back after post-grad and like their their dynamic can go just back to right what it was like Mm -hmm. before they went to college and then you know you kind of have to have those conversations with your parents like okay I'm not 16 or 17 anymore like now I'm 22 Mm -hmm. and like now like these are my boundaries like you kind of have to talk like work with your parents as an adult and not a kid Mm -hmm. and it's like a weird I guess transition that a lot of people go through I feel like yeah um that can be hard adjusting to for sure and then it's like that can also make it hard to kind of be present and like not compare yourself because you're like oh this person doesn't live with their parents like blah 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 but that person also might be struggling to make their rent monthly Mm -hmm. because like they don't live with their parents so there's so many pros and cons to like every situation yeah which I feel like you need to remember and this doesn't even have to apply to like Mm post-grad but just like in general like don't comparison is literally the thief of joy Mm -hmm. because if you are comparing your situation to someone else's like you are not in their shoes and you don't know what they're struggling with yeah so yeah Mm -hmm. nice um, another topic I wanted to bring up in post-grad, again, no matter what, where type of schooling you just graduated, um, find a new hobby because you don't realize when you are at school, you come home and have homework. No mm-hmm. matter what type of homework it is for what you majored in or high school, you have homework in every classes, you have some type of like work that's always like looming over you to do. Mm-hmm, Even exactly. if you have a project due at the end of the semester, you're like, oh my God, like yeah. I actually don't have free time. Like I could be doing this, but I'm not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but when you go to work and you come home, like most of the time, like that's it for the day. You don't have homework to do at home or like yeah. work to do at home. So then I just felt like, 
I had so much time to like overthink and I'm like, yes. oh my God, it's like 6 p.m. I have nothing to do for the rest of the day. Like, oh, yeah. I, I wish I was hanging out with my friends. I wish I was doing this. I wish I was yeah. like, back at college. So find a hobby to fill your time. <laughs> yes. No, that is actually such a good point because um, I also felt like, because I had a commute for the first like year and a half mm-hmm. of after graduation and I had so much time to sit with my thoughts, like, mm-hmm. more than I ever had before. Because in college, like you said, I was so busy. Mm-hmm. I did not have time to just, like, sit there. Like, I was just focused on graduating. Yeah. That's what I was focused on. And so once that ended and I felt like I kind of reached my goal, mm-hmm. I didn't have anything to think about besides, like, just, just stuff that I hadn't thought about for, like, yeah. 20, yeah. 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> so, in my in the car ride, like, at my desk, I would just sit there with my thoughts, and I had nothing else to think about except, mm-hmm. like, thinking about how I felt stuck. Yeah. And it was just, like, kind of just a, a circle of mm-hmm. just, like, feeling like I had nothing else to do. But, yeah, once I started filling my time with other mm-hmm. hobbies, like, just picking up trying new things trying new activities like even starting this podcast like it just gives us something else to do and I know so many people that work on their passion like on the side Mm -hmm. I think we covered this a little bit in like our nine to five episode Mm -hmm. but like you like your job doesn't need to be exactly what you're passionate about Mm -hmm. and it doesn't need to like after you graduate you don't need to be like okay this is my passion and if if I don't figure it out now, I'm never going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like, you can you can take the 5, 10, or your whole life years to figure out, like, what you're passionate about mm-hmm. and, like, what you inevitably want to do. And that doesn't necessarily have to be your job. Mm-hmm. And, like, you can, like you said, work on hobbies and work on your passion project, like, on the side. Yeah. To, like, fulfill your time, whatever mm-hmm. that looks like, like. It, it could literally be whatever. It doesn't have to be something that makes money. Like, it could just be something that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I would say, like, that was another thing that I struggled with was feeling like the job that I was in wasn't what I wanted to do for the rest of my life. And then mm-hmm. I felt like I almost failed. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, I'm not doing what I want to do. And, like, mm-hmm. what was the whole point of going to college and whatever. So, yeah, that's yeah. a good point. And um, you kind of touched on this a little bit, um, but I did want to bring this up. As an ex-recruiter at a staffing agency, Mm -hmm. um, I realized a couple things about the job market. Mm -hmm. Everywhere is, like, so desperate for employees, but so picky on what they want. Mm -hmm. So there are people that want to work, and there are jobs, but companies are so picky, and part of that is because they don't have the resources to train. Mm -hmm. So it's like... I get that there, it, the job market is so competitive because mm-hmm. if there are two people who are, like, perfect for the same job, mm-hmm. like, that's once in a blue moon. Yes. Because a lot of times, a lot of people, they'll just look at your resume and be like, you're not qualified, even though that's just unex- like yeah. unrealistic expectations. Another thing is, because I see this a lot on, like, social media and stuff, if a job says it's entry level, that's the company's entry level. Mm-hmm. So although you're out of college with no experience and you think, like, you should be able to do any entry level job, that's mm-hmm. not the case. Mm-hmm. It's whatever is the lowest entry level job in that company, mm-hmm. which I feel like is something that, like, the general public should know about. 
Yeah. Because it could be very discouraging. Like, oh my God, I'm not even qualified for an entry level position. Yeah, I do feel like it depends. Like, I know at my company, we have different pro like teams, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, like, my specific position that I applied for was entry level. And, like, mm-hmm. I didn't have any experience mm-hmm. really. Or I had, like, internships and stuff, which yeah. was good to have, but, like, mm-hmm. it wasn't required. But there are teams, like, in my, just for, context um i'm in and the engineering field so Mm -hmm. like most of the open positions are engineering based so some of the entry-level positions like yes you don't need any industry experience but you might need to know like Mm -hmm. statistics like you might need to be qualified in a certain Mm -hmm. area and like know certain technical questions to like be able to do the job yeah because like you said there's not enough resources to train train yeah so yeah i would say like definitely don't be discouraged and I know a lot of so many people that do this like Abby and I I think we're lucky in the sense that we got a job in our industry right after we graduated Mm -hmm. but there are so many people that you know continue working at a restaurant or bartending or you know want to start their own business or just doing something to make income while they're figuring it out Mm -hmm. and like if you are one of those people like you are not behind and you're not like doing anything incorrectly like Mm -hmm. as long as you're happy and like you are supporting yourself in whatever yeah. way you need to like that's all that matters you don't need to feel like again don't compare yourself to people because there are so many people especially when you're in your 20s everyone is at such different stages mm-hmm. like you look at I look at my Instagram feed and like half of my people that I went to college with are like getting engaged yeah but the other half like aren't in relationships mm-hmm. it's like you don't need to compare yourself and mm-hmm. think you're not on that timeline. And the same thing goes for jobs. Like, some people are still in school, like, getting their PhD or mm-hmm. whatever. Some people are like us and we've been working for two years. Mm-hmm. Some people are, like, working at a restaurant and some people are, like, still just figuring it out. And all of that is okay. Like, you don't need to feel like you are behind anyone. And that, I mean, we our experience is from our 20s, but this can go for, like, literally any, any age yeah. like life does not have a time zone time zone <laughs> timeline especially now I feel like we have so much technology and like we are so privileged to be like if you're listening to this podcast like mm-hmm. you have such probably a privileged position in in the world mm-hmm. like you really don't need to worry about like being first in the race because mm-hmm. like there is no there is no race yeah. it's just like whatever you want to do yeah before Heather and I even graduated college, we had jobs lined up. Mm-hmm. We were like smooth sailing. So yeah. to the untrained eye, we would be all yeah. set. Yeah. Little did people know, like three months later, we were like sobbing on our yes. own driving to work, I, like having mental breakdowns every day. <laughs> yes. so again. No, honestly, it's like people were probably like, oh, wow. I mean, no, people weren't like jealous of us, but yeah. just saying like, oh, wow, they have it figured out kind of thing. And like we had no idea what we were <laughs> yeah. doing. Also, we both switched jobs. <laughs> I'd be, like, sobbing on the way to work, but people yes. would be like, oh, she works a corporate job. I would, like, job. <laughs> I would, like, sit in the parking lot of my of my job sobbing, yeah. like, not wanting to go in. Oh, my God. And I was, like, jealous of people that still worked at a yeah. restaurant. Yeah. I was like, oh, like, yeah. I just want to be back there. And, like, sometimes, I mean, I don't want to say I regret anything because – like, I'm happy with the way everything panned out. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I'm like, I wish I didn't start in June. Like, I, I wish I started in August and, like, 
took a little bit of time. I but know. like when I came home, I had five from graduation. I had five days until I started. Yeah, I thought you were gonna say five dollars. No. I was like, I literally well, had me five too. <laughs> I probably had <laughs> so I five. had to start working. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, it's like everyone's timeline is different, and it's mm-hmm. like yeah, like you said, not. I still don't have it figured out. Like I don't know <laughs> if what I'm doing now is what I want to do. I would like to do the podcast full time, guys. So, <laughs> so share it with out. your friends. Yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, I think it's just like really important to remember to yeah, like not compare yourself and not everyone has it figured out. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing I wanted to bring up is like you can listen to all the podcasts you want and like read self help books and do whatever you want to like kind of get you out of a rut. But what really, really helped me was going to therapy. Mm-hmm. Like during that time of post-grad and just like feeling very stuck and lost like I went to therapy for maybe like six or seven months and it helped me just work through so many things that I needed to work through that you like don't even really think about when you're kind of going through school or even in high school it's like things that you're uh, me personally I hadn't like thought about working through yet so like just finding therapists going in person talking once a week about just like how I was feeling and then getting a goal for myself like when I was feeling stuck I didn't I didn't realize like my goal was to be happy like I I thought my goal was to like be successful which like then I had to kind of like switch my goal with her and we just like worked through things Mm -hmm. on like how um you could like change your mindset and like make it better and just like talk about all the things that you're feeling especially post-grad so if you're feeling like you're in a rut or if you're stuck like I would highly recommend that I know Mm -hmm. it's scary and like I think people are doing a lot better talking about mental health and stuff but like you don't need to be like diagnosed depressed or like diagnosed with like a mental illness to go like you can it can be like a casual thing for you Mm -hmm. and I know a lot of people that like it too that's just like one tip yeah Mm -hmm. yeah Okay, my last thing, and I feel like we kind of touched upon this, um, but you are, and this is no offense to any generation, but I feel like, especially when you're in high school, well, it's like you have to go to school. Okay, I'm pretty sure it's illegal until you're like 18 to not go to school or some type of schooling. But then it's such an expectation for you to continue school after high school. Yeah. Like, unless you go to, like, a trade school where you come out with a certificate or, like, a technical school, people just expect you to Mm -hmm. go to college. And then post-college, people just expect you to, like, like start working right away. Right. But the way you have to look at it is when you... When you graduate high school, when you turn 18, graduate high school, which you're expected to do, your life and your decisions are really just starting. Like, you yeah. have the power to decide if you want to work, if you want to continue school, if you want to mm-hmm. not work, like, a, a career yet, just work part-time jobs or whatever, mm-hmm. stuff to just make a means. So you have to think about it as, like, your life is actually starting at that point. Because yeah. beforehand, people are dictating you on what to do. Like, yeah. you're, you might want to do a sport, but, like, ultimately, it's up to your parents if they sign yeah. you up for that sport. So your life is just starting. So I get it could feel, like, lost because you're like, yeah. oh, my God. How do I find a direction for my life when my parents or society has just been putting, mm-hmm. like, passing me through? Which, it's a scary thing, but it's also exciting. Like, yeah. I think we, we said this on, like, our personal style one. We were finally like, oh, my God, we could buy, like, whatever clothes we want. Like, yes. <laughs> this is awesome. I know. Have you ever seen that thing where it's, like, 
okay, I'm 23. That means I'm a five-year-old adult. Yes. That's yeah. literally how you have to look at it. Like, mm-hmm. when you're 18, 19, you're, like, a one-year-old adult. Yeah. So, it's, like, you're when you're one years old, mm-hmm. like, you can't do everything on your own. Yeah. You need help. Like, you need yeah. y- your parents. Like, I'm not saying you need your parents when you're 19, but um, you need guidance yeah. still. And I feel like, you know, we all need to lean on other people, and you don't need to feel mm-hmm. like you have it all figured out. Um. But that bring I keep going back to this podcast episode mm-hmm. um, that I listened to on Diary of a CEO with Jimmy Carr. But he, Jimmy Carr is like a really famous um, comedian mm-hmm. and he was on this podcast episode and he said the same thing. He was like, up until I was 18, 19, and then he even like worked a job, I think, for two years um, after mm-hmm. college before he became a comedian. And he was saying he went through his whole life just like unthinking yeah meaning like he just let other people make the decisions for him and just like didn't think about Mm -hmm. what he was doing and that stuck with me because I was like unthinking like so many of us just yeah do that and it's not our fault like don't blame yourself for not thinking Mm -hmm. about what you're doing because we all do it it's like from a young age we're told this this and this Mm -hmm. but once you like unravel the loop of just like unthinking and start making decisions based on what you want to do it opens like a vast like range of opportunities that Mm -hmm. you can do and like you said you're just starting out um but with that I will say when I like realized that I could do whatever I want to do I got very overwhelmed Mm -hmm. like I was like oh my god I I can literally do anything Mm -hmm. and so I feel like you can take that as a positive which I should have done but then once I realized I could do whatever I wanted to do, I was like, oh, my God, am I doing the right thing? Mm-hmm. Like, am I on the right path? Like, did I do the right degree? Did I make the right decision? Like, should I go back to school? Should I start my own business? Like, should I do this, this, and this? And I was, like, overwhelming myself mm-hmm. with all the things instead of just going with what I was already doing and, like, figuring out as I go. Mm-hmm. So if you are like that and you're feeling overwhelmed that you can literally do whatever just like slow down Mm -hmm. and like you don't have to figure it out all when you're 21 or 22 like again you can take your whole life to figure it out yeah yeah nice heather yeah cool i think that was all my advice i think we're we're still figuring it out yeah yeah. (laughs) we're still in the middle of it do you have any other no I, i pretty much said everything i needed to I think um, the long story short is, one, don't compare yourself because the grass isn't always greener. Mm-hmm. And two, just live your own life. Mm-hmm. Don't compare. Figure out what you want to do. But that takes years and years. Like yeah. Heather said, I don't even know if we know what we want to do. Yeah, and, like, enjoy the journey. Like, mm-hmm. don't be so focused on where you're going to be. Just enjoy where you are right now. Yeah. Because – like I said, if you're constantly wishing away your life, mm-hmm. like, that's exactly what you're going to do. And mm-hmm. you're not going to remember and, like, be happy in the moment. Yeah. So. Or if you're living in the past, just reminiscing on college so much, like, mm-hmm. I wish, I wish, I wish. Then you're never going to figure it out because you're yeah. looking backwards instead of forwards. Exactly. Oh, good job. <laughs> Let's end on that. Well, thanks, guys, so much mm-hmm. for listening. You can follow us on our Instagram and TikTok at Don't Get Me Started pod and like i said um in the previous episodes abby and i are doing our make a wish fundraiser Mm -hmm. this upcoming weekend when this releases so 
I know. So yeah. if you want to donate, our donation link is in our Instagram bio, and we will link it in our show notes. If mm-hmm. you want to support Make-A-Wish Connecticut and Abby and I on our journey, we have to raise $2,500. Yeah. So please help us out. And thank you so, so much for listening. Yeah. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.